Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We are back. It's been a new week, a fresh week, but we have, well, last week, we had the first episode of Loki. Don't worry, we'll talk about the bad batch that will follow in another episode. It's, a, it's all about the god of mischief that is Loki, that has finally arrived. And I know we say this before, I know we've said it, well, I say this before, we say it before, and I don't ever doubt them, but it's just... I think Marvel have got so good at hitting home runs. It's it's silly. It's, yeah. it's silly how good it is. But this this first episode of Loki is getting me to the same excitement level that about uh, I want to say maybe it was episode six or seven of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like where we started getting more, where we started getting Agatha Harkness and stuff like that, and the Witches of Salem, and the the whole universe of what is Wanda Maximoff and the magic coming together. I feel I'm already at that level of engagement and excitement by Loki episode one. And there's a, a just a couple of things I want to say. Once again, Tom Hiddleston is just flawless at this role yeah. and it's, it's not so much everyone everyone is good at a particular role if they played it for a long time most of the time so that's kind of a guarantee but he's just brilliant because Loki is always in so many different situations and there's never a struggle to take a character to those different situations different points of emotions and it just seems to be effortless on his part secondly the writing on this show i think is great to start off with the story is extremely engaging from the get-go pulls you in within a matter of seconds and it just continues to unravel over the first 50 minutes this episode one but i mean for me we're starting at a glorious level so yep. where, where are you sitting when it comes to Loki <laughs> if I haven't just gushed enough? <laughs> oh, mate, I, I, I have the same excitement as you. I mean, I'd been, you know, over the past week since it's been out, I've been seeing, you know, even people who weren't as keen on the other, like, Marvel series, such as, you know, I saw people who weren't as keen on um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in comparison to WandaVision uh, in terms of imagination and story and whether taking the characters. Even though, you know, we obviously, you know, have been liking all the series, everything that's been coming out, really, of, of Disney, <laughs> um, both Marvel and Star Wars. But, you know, I mean, already over the last week, so many people have been going off on Loki in terms of, like, how much it's um, just this new sort of life to the Marvel universe. And, you know, there's been so many positive reviews about this first episode. And, 
there's no surprises. I mean, yeah, as you said, you know, we, we've started off in a familiar, like, uh, you know, uh, setting, you know, with Loki being taken away by the Avengers. And, you know, so, and already from something familiar, they kind of launched us into something completely different um, in terms of, like, you know, where he goes afterwards. And then the characters that they kind of, and scenarios that they just introduced throughout the episode from, you know, the TVA to the Time Lords and the way that, you know, the, the, the whole kind of, uh, you know, timeline is working really in the Marvel universe. I mean, it's, so, you know, by the end of the episode, I mean, it was, you know, already quite a good episode in terms of length. I mean, you know, we're talking 50 minutes here, you know, so a good pilot. But by the end of the episode, you're already introduced into this whole new um, realm of being within the Marvel universe. And I think that's what makes it so exciting um, in that essentially, you know, <laughs> I mean, we've had so much already. And here they've just taken it to another level, you know. I mean, Infinity Stones are now, you know, deemed a joke. And, you know, um, you know, the power of Thanos is kind of like thrown aside, really, you know, now that we have Time Lords. And, you know, and just seeing how they're moving into Phase 4 with, like, so many different um, aspects of this. And, you know, I mean, my imagination has just been going crazy in terms of how they're going to link it into the... You know, like we've said before, the second Doctor Strange movie, how Wanda will play into this as, you know, as the Scarlet Witch. Um, I mean, there's just so many things that Marvel can go in with this. And it's just so exciting. And, I, and you know, I love a good time travel story already. Um, and when it's done well, it, it just makes things so intriguing in terms of, you know, how the story can develop and, and how things can go. And yeah, already with this, I mean, as you said, the writing looks really impressive. You know, the dialogue between the characters is is just is, is really on point. So therefore, you know, and and you know, in terms of already like the kind of you know the bad guy that we've got set up for this episode of being this you know alternate Loki that they kind of reveal in the episode. Um, yeah, just just I'm like you, mate. I, I just want so much more, and I can't wait until well, now it's going to be tomorrow really for the second episode, but. Just really looking forward to seeing where this series goes and and how it sets up, you know, phase the rest of Phase Four really of of the Marvel Universe, you know. Oh, completely. I mean, so that's I mean, let's give a shout out to Michael Waldron, who is the creator of this show. Um, there's yes, Michael. Yeah, there's loads of people that are fixturing in. It was it was always interesting to first see the trailers, um, and it's so the series is directed by Kate Heron. Um, who is doing a fantastic job already. And I know it's so so weird to be saying this. We've only had 50 minutes, but, you know, some films are an hour and a half and people can praise them till day's end. So I feel we can heap enough praise on a 51-minute episode because it gives you so much. Oh. And not only that, we get Owen Wilson, I oh. think, much... I, you see in the trailer, you don't really know how he's going to fit into this series. You just yeah. go, that's an interesting casting. Owen Wilson in a Marvel film. Let's see how this plays out. And it's just, it's a stroke. It's another stroke of genius. It's a, it's a genius casting. And this is the one thing why this format works so much in terms of telling these characters more in-depth stories. It's because we've got six-part series here. I'm hoping we're going to get the same episode length that we got for the first episode, that we're all going to hit the 45, 50-minute mark. That would be grand. But what it allows is you allow for scenes like we get with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson 
just sitting in in a room playing off each other just back and forth back and forth and it's just those are the scenes that we wouldn't get to fully dive into you know in a two-hour film where you're trying to wrap so many things up but these are the scenes we're going to get into and it's another it's just i mean talk about the casting but the so the whole show is like it's really great it already swings a massive nostalgia um hit as soon as you start because you go straight back to the events of the avengers film at the same time which is also the events of avengers endgame film mashed together so you get that we get where we lift loki off we get that point in endgame where people are watching it going where did loki go and and now we get to see it we literally get a second after we get to follow him through that we get him picked up in mongolia by the time law well the the keepers of um the TVA. The, T- the TVA. Yeah. TVA. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D., the TVA, S.W.O.R.D., Marvel Life, their little, <laughs> the little breakdowns. Um, yep. but their little acronyms. It, just, it starts us on this story of going to this different place. Yeah, I mean. itself is amazing, just in itself, the place they're in, what we get to appreciate when we see that lovely shot um through when they're looking through the viewing deck almost him uh, Loki Owen Wilson's character um but from the moment every single beat of the story is as good serious as it is comically funny and it's just so well timed like the taking ticket at a deli there's only two of us in here (laughs) you know and then like seeing the guy vaporized in front of him and panic finding the ticket and kind of all these and then you get the like the little animation that he sees beforehand which is massive shout back to like the old school style it just very much reminded me of like flintstones era cartoons and stuff the way it was Hanna barbera you know (laughs) yeah that's it massive massive uh Shout out is probably what uh, you know. What's called an Easter egg. We don't dive for the Easter eggs, guys. But that probably was one um, mm. to shout back to someone's uh, youth. But oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I have to say the the TVA like office admin stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised I enjoyed it all that much. I mean, it is it's so fun in terms of even when uh, you know Loki is saying things before being admitted to the the ticket hall part where they're printing off everything he's ever said and then he says something else and they have to print off another you know sheet i mean that was just hilarious in terms of the scenario setup and yeah and then like you know having to go through the queue and and deal with all this stuff as you know the god of mischief and the fact that he's addressing it like that like what do, I, am i really having to you know wait in line to be yeah. seen to my godly duties and activities and i mean yeah it, it, it's, it's almost like a complete piss take but the you know, as it as it unravels, it's just actually like, sorry, Loki, but all of this is just you know infinitely more powerful than you or Asgard or you know anyone could ever be or anyone. Yeah, and it's yeah. all the comedic beats that lead up to it because in the end we go on a full on emotional journey. But the leading up yeah. to it, the smiley robot that takes pretty much all of um his uh <laughs> what's his it clothes? Called? Yeah, his, his his clothes and yeah, uh, just strips him bare. <laughs> Um, and then you get like um the guy who's like are you a robot or a human <laughs> and he's yeah. like what even that okay you've answered he goes wait a minute what happens if i i was a robot all along but i didn't know it 
It goes, worms, if you go through this, it goes, well, it just complete like vaporize you or something from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes in and takes some sort of bio print of him. And he's like, well, what's that? He doesn't even get a chance. Exactly. And all those things, I think, you know, even the bio print, I think, will be interesting to see kind of, you know, uh, how they, like, how, how is a, a god's bioprint different to you know someone in the tva or someone just from earth you know i, I that that's already like a point of uh, intrigue that I'm, I'm kind of honing in on but again you know seeing owen wilson's character as well like so i'm just kind of watching the episode now and i'm seeing where owen wilson's character is already on this kind of um you know investigation of one of the tv agents kind of being taken out and and you know the hunt for this rogue agent uh, a rogue variant i should say that they're after and Already, there's so much kind of. It almost does, you know. <laughs> this kind of initial scene doesn't almost. It almost doesn't feel like a Marvel film or universe anymore. It feels like some sort of uh, kind of futuristic film that they, you know, you kind of dived into, and and um, that's just a completely different beat, really. Uh, and that's what I kind of loved about this so much is that it, it's familiar but different enough that. Yeah, that you're so pulled in to just everything, the physics of the world, that you know how the time traveling uh, and the timelines kind of work as well. I mean, I, I think that's something I'm really looking forward to seeing how like the time lords kind of operate and what their sort of modus operandi is overall. I mean, we get that court scene as well uh, that kind of Owen Wilson comes into, you know, when Loki is uh, is there being adjourned yeah. over, and and that gives us a little bit more of a kind of indication as to how the time lords operate and also how the tva just kind of operates in terms of um you know charging people uh, <laughs> I, I feel that it's kind of a little bit harsh on on these variants of the variants um who they don't know that they're kind of breaking this timeline and then they're kind of put in front of a judge and, and you know i mean you know like in the video we see that even if you you're late for work that that could mean that you you know you're you're guilty of you know breaking the timeline it's like Oh crap! Like, so <laughs> how, gosh. Yeah, how does anyone ever know that they're breaking the timeline? Like with Loki, for example. I mean, you know, it, it goes from literally taking a tesseract and, and warping yourself into another world against you know um, being late for work. So it's I thought that was you know again like another hilarious little detail that um, seems that even the smallest things can have the greatest impacts. Really, you know. Um, and out of all the things that he could have been pulled up for, it was literally just picking up the Tesseract and using it for a brief second. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he's done and all the you know consequences he's faced, it's like, that was the big one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that courtroom scene because I always thought, I don't know, second time round watching it, there's a couple of people sitting in that courtroom as well as Owen Wilson's character, and there's one person sitting back that does very much look like or resemble Gemma Chan, the actress Gemma Chan's character in The Eternals. So I'm always like, that might be a, a nice, neat throwback that they can put into that because um, maybe one of them will appear in this. Who knows? We are entering the world of magic and different timelines and multiverses. So yeah, I think it's it's all open, but it's like everything. It was quite funny <laughs> when it when it does say that saying. It's like you could have just been late for work and you're going to get vaporized, and and that's kind of it. That all this happens there, but I mean, what it leads us, you kind of get all this and you're going. And one thing, like you said, it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. One thing it all it clicked in my head. It felt very much like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. Had that type of little vibe to it as well. Um, yeah, with the flashbacks and the technology and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Oh. Yeah, and um, 
just some of the like colorization. Uh, I'm talking modern Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if uh, we're wondering, the Martin Freeman one. Um, but it was, it was a thoroughly interesting or just like fun journey to immediately immerse yourself in. I'm like you, I'm very much a fan of time travel films, time travel shows. And when it's done well, it's, it's always one of those things, isn't it? Time travel just adds this little bit of intrigue and magic almost, which is the right word. But even if they're just time traveling back to a period, which is, you know, 10 years before, it just still adds this little magic side to it that that thing has I, happened. I mean, already the whole series is kind of, it has that intrigue because we've seen Loki die and Loki do all these other things in the universe. And, now in this timeline, he hasn't done any of it. Um, and he's sort of somewhat paying the price, but also, um, I don't know, it's almost like, it's weird because like, you're not sure if he's going to be sort of, th this series will be a chance for sort of redemption in a way. Um, but then also they've kind of stated that he is the other variant that they're chasing. So it's not really, <laughs> so you're not really sure whether this, you know, this Loki that we're seeing on screen and following in the episode, is is he gonna you know uh you know have or go through some sort of redemption or will this lead to this other variant and or is the other variant uh, from a completely separate timeline i mean this is the kind of i mean the part where you know as it unfolds i mean they're really i, I mean already we've said this writing is great throughout the episode between the characters but in terms of writing out that series it's going to be very interesting to see you know how they're able to do it and bring in these sort of different timelines and different time zones and, and different versions of the, of the characters that we know. Um, and, and then what it will mean for the kind of, you know, going forward of the Marvel universe, like will this timeline <laughs> low key essentially kind of redeem himself and then become some sort of hero and then come back and join the Avengers later on. And they're all like, you know, mega confused as to <laughs> who this guy is and why he's being so nice to them, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, oh God. Uh, let, yeah. I mean, the great thing as well with time travel is that it's always such a like, a kind of, almost like a psychedelic trip, you know, that you, 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 you can go through so many different possibilities of what could happen and your imagination sort of runs wild. And I think that's what, uh, that's why everyone's so excited about this, just because it's like, oh my God, what, what does this mean for the future, you know? Yeah. And also it's, it's peeling back when you think about it and you go through it more than once. So many layers just to one episode. You have, like, the, the first initial taking you back to when he first picked up the Tesseract, so you travel back in time for those two films. Then you have him coming to this place for the first time and being checked in as someone who's broken the timeline and is being convicted, and you kind of have that element to it. Before we see Owen Wilson's character in the court, we get to see him back in France, which I believe it is, yep. a few centuries before, you know, following up on this so-called other Loki or maybe the same Loki or variant causing the trouble. So we have that storyline, which also gets picked up again at the end of the episode when we see this person or shadow of a person again in another century taking out some guards and setting a field on fire and doing their thing. So you kind of have that. But then also we have, which was, and this is, this is like tick well done Tom Hiddleston putting a nomination for some sort of award <laughs> yeah. because I thought what was amazing was his reactions to 
to the film that was showing him what his life was going to become, like the end of his life, showing him like putting the guards in the wrong direction, which ends up um, losing his mother by, uh, his father passing away, uh, and then his demise to Thanos. And those reactions just... And it's like this heart-wrenching scene that he has to kind of go through, even though all of the stuff he's um, caused other people, but he's just, he's gone through these, like nobody could possibly process that, surely, oh. going through those events back to back to back. And it's almost like, it's just an utter... Um, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, emotional roller coaster with an utter action of disbelief at the end when he sees himself get taken out by Thanos. And it's just, that is really intriguing to a sense to where Loki can go from this yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. His I mean, sexual journey his character hasn't had before. Yeah, and this is what I'm talking about in terms of redemption, that you, you have him facing up to in, his own actions in a way where he's actually you know not even done them yet, but what would have happened if he had stayed on Earth and he can only see that it's terrible. And also, I mean, the other great thing is, you know, uh, Owen Wilson's kind of agent character, Agent Mobius. Um, I love the way he talks down to Loki in terms of, like, the type of character he is and assessing who, he, you know, based on his responses. I thought that was just so funny because, essentially, you know, Loki's this sort of, you know, he, he's such a righteous individual in his own actions, but actually everything he does is just a kind of, cause others misery and then um without meaning to essentially kind of create the avengers and 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 make them into a team and you know fulfill their whole potential of being heroes which you know for him it must be so like heart-wrenchingly annoying because that's exactly what he wanted to like destroy and and defeat and and overcome and and rule you know uh and you know that kind of that whole office scene between uh owen wilson and tom hiddleston is just just brilliant you know like the scripting of it and and you know it's also just great to like <laughs> as a little depth into like loki's kind of workings as well and and seeing how you know he justifies like his evil doings as to you know essentially anyone who chooses anything they end up regretting it in his eyes you know until he chooses for them which is such like a kind of assumption on like everyone's part you know it's like, yeah. It's actually quite a hilarious kind of like, you know, villain because he's just assuming, you know, I mean, just that everyone is always wrong and that he's always right. And and I think that's kind of, you know, an interesting uh, kind of development for this character in terms of, uh, you know, you know, for, for this possible redemption or, you know, kind of going the other way, you know, like, could he, you know, who knows? Because like, you know, further down the line, he is the god of mischief and, you know, he might be playing up to the redemption part, but he might use it as a way to, you know, um, trick Mobius and the TVA and, um, and then, you know, become more powerful and, and then go back and use that for his advantage over the Avengers and, and the Time Lords. I mean, as I said, so many possibilities again. And it's, you know, with this first episode, it's, it's so tantalizing as to, you know, to think into all of this stuff. And yeah, and it's so well, so well laid out. I mean, Another thing I have to say I was a fan of was the, the collar. And, and I, I think it's hilarious as well that they're in like a mega futuristic advanced world and they have a remote for this collar. It's yeah. like, 
they still can't do away with little remotes, you know, and just like little, you know, manual ways of operating. It's just, you know, the, Owen Wilson can't just wave his hand and, you know, and Loki goes back in time. No, no, no. He needs that little remote, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a tiny little TV which can project someone's whole entire future in life, but he needs a tiny little. He needs a little remote for the for the little uh, necklace. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they love their little gadgets. They love yeah. their little gadgets. I also feel we need to give a shout out as well um, to Eugene uh, Cordero who played Casey. Uh, oh. the, the deskman and the guy we see when when Loki's talking to him and he, Loki suddenly says well, because I'm going to gut you like a fish and he just gets really serious like what's a fish and he's <laughs> yeah. like what do you Love mean fish yeah. I've just spent my help and, and so he's absolutely brilliant and then of course he just opens which obviously changes everything but opening that drawer just to see a whole drawer full of multiple infinity stones and he's just like yeah some guys use them use them as paperweights yeah yeah exactly and also seeing what i thought was interesting and you know from reading online and you know a few articles and you know what people were saying i mean what else was in that drawer as well there was like a, a cross in there and some name tags and things like that and i saw some people alluding to maybe dracula being in in this world because of like there being a cross which i thought was I think I read it on uh, maybe like Den of Geek or something, one of the articles or, or the recaps where they were talking about the East, these Easter eggs, um, which I thought was like, again, really interesting. And, you know, you could probably pour so much time into like just, you know, pausing that, that, that scene and just like analyzing every object and being like, okay, what, what's that from? You know, who's that? What, what's that name? You know? Um, and yeah, you know, I, I mean, that was kind of the hilarious thing is that, and so many of the articles kind of online picked up on the fact that there were like so many Easter eggs and, you know, I mean, at one point, Loki is, is, is mentioned as D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, who is, uh, you know, someone, I, I kind of looked him up and he was someone who, he was a real life person who kind of extorted like the FBI and like stole a load of money and then was never caught. Um, well, that's kind of that's. I don't feel that's an Easter egg. I feel that's just him going back in time and playing a character. Yeah, you, you know how it's like. I mean, I can understand these Easter eggs, and they're all good fun and and hunting for them. But I just, I'm like, I just don't have the time. Yeah. And also, at the same time, I don't want to find out things that might be coming up. I I love the element of surprise, and I love going into this not having read spoilers that have come out and Easter eggs that have dropped and. And all this, all oh, I've seen, you know, Thanos's bum print in like ground, <laughs> yeah. so he must feature in some episode. Or look, it's Captain America's pencil from the second film, yeah, and it's so. like it's all great to put those in, and they're fun, and uh, it's always good to spot them. But at the same time, I, I never really want them to be anything more than that. Yeah, uh, and I, I never really want to deep dive and overanalyze something when you can just kind of experience it. I know we obviously analyze it, but we don't go, you know, too crazy on it. We just talk about our experiences and um, what what stood out to us. Um, but yes, like the Easter egg thing is fun. But gosh, I mean, I think they're getting silly now because some of these things have like 20 odd Easter eggs in one episode. I'm like, you doing this every episode or are you just shoving them all in one? <laughs> Yeah, you know, actually, I think they shoved like loads into the first episode so that they could create like a whole load of internet discussions just around the Easter eggs as well as like the main storyline. And, you know, because I mean, as I said, like so many of the articles are addressing like and breaking down each one. That it's like, well, who knows? You know, I mean, we've discussed this with other ones. I mean, especially with like Division, with like the amount of kind of 
commercials and um, to kind of look back of their previous lives and, and, you know, what could be and what couldn't be and the characters they bring in and out. I mean, everything could be broken down in some sort of way and, you know, and you can pour over like the possibility of everything, which is, you know, and I think they kind of do that, you know, at the beginning of the series to really ham up the, the publicity, but yeah, you know, ultimately nothing is really certain until we see it on screen, you know, and uh, as I've said, I mean, there's so many, I mean, this, this series can go in so many different directions that to be honest, to speculate on anything at this point would be, I think just silly really, you know, just, it's just, there's going to be so much that changes kind of along this. And I've, I bet this is going to be one of those really smart series that there's going to be some sort of link up to the beginning in some way or to these initial scenes in a way, you know, uh, that kind of brings it back around. Um, so, as I said, silly to speculate, you know, let, let's just be entertained kind of going forwards and, 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 yeah, you know, go week by week rather than <laughs> you know, just assuming everything at once. And how many times did we get our WandaVision predictions wrong? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, some of them we got right, though. Some of them we did get right, you know. We did get some of them right. Yeah, that is true. So I've got to give us that credit because uh, we did yeah. get some of them spot on when so many people were so far off. Um, I did love that we we always went back to that one reference in one division where she's like, I'm going to call my friend who's a astro something scientist. And we're like, who is that guy? Ended up being no one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Still a mystery, yeah, we were asking that for like four episodes, <laughs> but they but they will tell us soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, you know, they, oh God, they might, you know, he might, he might be coming into uh, into the Doctor Strange like sequel, maybe. <laughs> like finally, then we'll be like, oh my God, we were right. Then you know, we we've, we've been redeemed now, you know, after you know blabbing on so much about it previously. <laughs> that'd be absolutely. That'd be brilliant. Uh, that'd be a bit of redemption for us ourselves. Uh, to have that come in but I mean overall it's just and I keep using the word glorious because I think it is kind of a glorious first episode for a season I think it's for me personally from the Disney original series that have been coming up so far and I'm including Star Wars in this um, this is the best first episode Mm, for me personally because I think and I know, obviously, it has a slight advantage over The Mandalorian because that was a character unknown when it came into episode one. But I, I just think it's just, it's just done so well to take a character that is so well-loved and create this first episode. And there's so many possibilities from this first episode. So I'm really thoroughly looking forward to um, like the next steps on, on what's going to be the next stages. A uh, question. Um, have you read these uh, in the comics? Have you read like any of this Time Lord stuff, The this kind of era? I mean, is there like, what, what do you know anything about it from a comic? No, I've read, I read Secret Wars, the most recent Secret Wars, not the original Secret Wars, um, which obviously deals with a lot of multiverse uh, situations. I've, I've read the Spider-Man comics, which deal with the spider multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I was very kind of I read different comics when I was younger which I don't too remember too well but going older I very much stick with only certain characters I, I read a lot of Spider-Man like any spider related comics um, I, really, I read Ironheart and, and Iron Man um, Guardians, Captain Marvel 
uh, stuff like that. So all, all of them feature multiverses and jumping to yep. and from. I've never, I've never sat down and read a Loki comic, um, maybe one issue here or there, or like a Scarlet Witch comic. Okay, so I, I suppose we're both going in kind of blind to this series, which is yeah. quite exciting, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to this, and I'm also, you know, as as we've been saying, like I'm, I'm also really intrigued by uh, the other TVA kind of agents as well. I really like that Hunter, is it Hunter B fifteen? Uh, I thought she was very, you know, like very funny, and <laughs> um, and also I'm intrigued by their weapons, you know. When, when they zap someone or something, like, where does it go? It just seems to evaporate from the time. And also the, the, the kind of that timeline clearer that they use, does it destroy that whole Yeah, it resets the timeline, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, and, yeah, and again, with their baton, you know, uh, kind of like zapping something away, does that just remove it from that timeline or just remove it completely? I mean, that, that really is, like, the ultimate death, which, uh, you know... <laughs> Again, you know, it's like a, is it a weapon more powerful than like an infinity stone? Just like one of those batons, you know, that is waving around. Because <laughs> yeah. Casey's pretty annoyed when, they, you know, she almost hits him, you know. Like, hey, you almost zapped me. <laughs> well, she, I mean, she did hit the, she, she hit the trolley and zapped like 10 infinity stones. <laughs> so she could have taken out Thanos in a matter of seconds. Yeah, I mean, you met, like, I mean it's just so <laughs> hilarious that it's like we're at the, the sta this stage now with the, the kind of development. I think. You know, that's what that's what makes you know this series like mega exciting going forward. You know? Like I have all the Infinity Stones and I have this baton, so you... <laughs> stand down, Dan. I'll stand down. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, <laughs> I, forgot sorry, like, yes. <laughs> I, I think that's actually hilarious as well. When you, you know, having just watched like you know and finished like you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and how much the blip kind of you know has caused so many so much trouble for people on Earth. And here we are now, like in the TVA world, where it's like, blip, what blip, you know, like stone, what stone, like, oh, multi-dimensional timelines. That's where the real kicker is. Like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, just, oh god, I'm, I'm very excited for all of this. I'm very excited as well. Um, we're definitely going to be covering every episode, and it's cool. We've got you. This will be dropping today. This episode, so you'll hear it today. Today is the day it's dropping, um, oh. <laughs> and there'll be a new Loki episode tomorrow, so we will talk about that next week. Also, there will be a Bad Batch episode up from us this week ahead of Friday's new episode as well. So thank you guys once again for tuning in, and um, we will see you soon. Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you.